and welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. My name is Luke Jackson Miller, your host. Today we've got a great discussion with Oscar from OBF Tile out of Austin, Texas. Oscar is on fire. He's got a great little company there. He works with his dad. He's a very positive guy. Uh, he's making some Spanish content on YouTube, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook, and we got into that. Uh, it's for tradespeople, for Spanish tradespeople, obviously, and we talked a little bit about what he's doing over there, and he's bringing a lot of value to that community and really growing that community well and, and being a leader, really, in his community there. And I, I know you're really going to benefit from this podcast because beyond that, beyond the TikTok videos and the YouTube videos, we talked about how he's developed his business over the last 14 years, 16 years, and he has uh, came up with his pricing, how he prices his job, how his work flows, how he sells value to the client, and how he has um, built a really sustainable business. And I know you're going you're gonna to find this uh, content valuable and benefit from it. And our mission with this podcast is to strengthen the tile industry, one tile installer at a time. We believe that strengthening the tile installer industry is the number one way to build a stronger industry as a whole. You know, tile installers, without them, we got nothing. And, and th we deserve to build profitable, sustainable businesses. That way we can attract others to our trade. We can give back to our communities. We can provide more value for our clients. We can take our time and do things right and not feel rushed, not feel like we're always chasing the next check, like we're always needing to maybe cut some corners to uh, increase the time and not spend as much time on the job when really maybe the job should really deserve more time. And so that's our message with Tile Money, and I'm very proud to be the host of this podcast, and I hope you're enjoying it. It is sponsored by HappyTileGuy.com. If you need a tile contractor website, head over to HappyTileGuy.com. We have a search engine optimized websites ready to go, done for you. Very easy to get started, very cost effective, very economical. And I know you're going to be happy with your new website that will get you found and seen on Google. All right. Enjoy this conversation with Oscar. Hey, Oscar. Thanks so much for joining the podcast. Really excited to have you on today. Uh, can you introduce yourself and your company and where you're at and what you do? All right. Hi, Luke. Uh, this is Oscar. I'm from Austin, Texas, and I'm a tile installer. My company name is Oscar Barradas Flooring. So it's OBF. And uh, yeah, we, we service the, the Austin area doing custom tile installations. Nice. How long you been in, in the tile trade? Uh, in the tile trade, probably close to 16 years and on my own about 14. Nice. Nice. And, and what do you specialize in? I mean, custom installations, are you doing new construction or remodels or? Uh, well, nah, it's been different throughout the years, but uh, nowadays I do mostly remodels, mm -hmm. you know, bathroom redos, uh, tub to shower conversions, backsplashes. I really hate doing big floors now. After I turned 30, it was like, <laughs> I used to get really excited about thousands of square feet. And now it's like, ugh. anytime yeah. they pay a thousand, two thousand, it's just like, uh, I don't know if I want to do it. Yeah. So, mostly showers and backsplashes. Yeah. Nice. And you work by yourself or you have a crew or what do you got? Uh, at the moment, it's just me and my dad, who is my helper. Okay. 
And uh, he's actually been in the trade for as many years as I have. We we started working for this one guy at some point, and we've been in the business um, for the same amount of time. So he's my helper. He's the best helper I could ever have. And uh, he we make a really good team. We're pretty efficient. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's supposed to do. I take care of all the thinking, all the, you know, figuring out. And then he takes our, you know, care of all the muscle pretty much. You know, he cleans the buckets, makes the thin set, makes the cuts, uh, uh, brings the boxes and things like that. And uh, I think we, we make a really good team. We, we're we not getting any faster as we get older, but we're trying to get more and more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it, it's mostly about how good of a team you have. If you know how to direct your helper, you can be really fast. If you just let your helper sit there and look at you, it can, you know, blow you down instead. Right, right. Yeah, I bet you and your dad work great together. It sounds like a good thing. You know, that's that's the uh, that's the point, right? Is to keep the installer installing and and keep everybody productive and on on schedule. So that sounds like a great thing. I bet your clients are really happy to have you there. Um, what's the market like in Austin? I mean, I think it's a booming city, right? For the last probably, as, how, have you been there the entire time? Sixteen years, or? Yeah, I've yeah. been there. Um, it's growing like crazy. I actually live north of Austin. I don't live in Austin City, you know, because mm-hmm. it's I live kind of on the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been growing even where I live. It's you know neighborhoods just pop up left and right, and uh, it's kind of been slowing down this last, I guess, the second part of this last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't see as much neighborhoods pop up. The neighborhoods that are already up, they're not building as fast. It seems like. And I've talked to a bunch of people that I know. I, I, I know I have a friend that does, uh, he has a dump truck. And he said most of the new neighborhoods, they're just getting the, the roads ready, but they're not forming any slabs yet. I guess they're waiting, I guess, to sell what they have up. And then they'll start building more and more because I'm guessing the buying power just went down a little bit. And people are just skeptic about 2023 or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's winter and the, the interest rates went up and all that. All that jazz. So hopefully we'll see see everything picking back up yeah. um, here. But one nice thing is remodels typically stay steady because hey, somebody needs a new shower, they need a new shower typically, you know, yeah. or a new floor, backsplash, whatever it is. Um, I, I'm a real, I'm a big fan in the remodel market. It tends to do do good in all in all in all the economies, right? Up and down, up and down. You know, remodel stays pretty steady. I actually started my business on 08. So I know what it feels like going through, uh, you know, uh, a bad time, but doing small things, you know, good job. You, you stay busy. I don't think I was off for more than a few days a week uh, on 08, you know, and that's when I was, you know, barely starting. So mm-hmm. I think we're fine. So what advice can you give someone that, that maybe isn't as experienced as you are? You know, maybe they're just getting started and, hey, it's not 2008, but it is 2023 and things are uncertain and um you know the markets are all over the place and you know we're having some some resistance like you said some hesitancy to buying and and even remodeling i'm sure um at some point what what is your plan and and can you give anybody some advice based on kind of what you went through back in 08 and and from from then on uh my plan for 2023 as i see it slow down is um i know i'm gonna be i'm gonna have more days off because I'm definitely not going to undercut people's prices to stay busy. I'm way past that point in my life. Uh, I probably in 08, I wasn't charging enough and, and that's what kept me busy. But at the time, 
I was doing enough to, you know, to live, you know, I was doing enough to, to keep food on the table and stuff. So if you're starting out, um, I guess you're just going to have to take whatever it's given, you know, uh, if you want to stay busy, you want to make money. Otherwise, you're just going to stay home if you want to stick your guts. Luckily, I've managed to, to get myself in a position where I have different streams of income where I don't think I'm going to have to lower my prices by, I think I, I may, you know, like, you know, say a backsplash, if I was going to charge 1500, I may have to drop it a couple hundred if it gets hard, but I'm not going to drop it to half price, you know, um, right, right. because I'd rather spend some time here at the house editing videos or, you know, um, doing chores around the house and, and keeping stuff clean and whatever, or checking on other stuff, than uh, just undercut people to stay busy. So that's kind of my plan, and like I said, hopefully it doesn't get that bad. But um, I, I'm I'm not planning on on dropping my prices like crazy because then it'll be a struggle trying to get back you know back up right. later. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that sounds like a great plan, Oscar. Um, I love the fact that you've been hustling, and we're going to talk about your YouTube channel and your TikTok and social media presence, and you've created this you know side hustle really this yeah. secondary source of income, and maybe there's others you know, sources of income, um, off social media, and you're going to stick to your guns. You know, I, I think you're going to find yourself, uh, still pretty busy. You know, <laughs> it's almost, it's, it's like, uh, the, the contractors who position themselves as you have positioned yourselves a, as a top tier contractor, somebody who delivers and charges accordingly and goes above and beyond and really takes pride in their work. You know, these, these were the contractors that did stay busy during 2008. Um, and you might be busier than you think, you know, and a lot of, pr a lot of shoppers, you know, price is a secondary consideration. Yeah. So, you know, depending on the shopper, they may or may not care that there was a recession or, or that the economy is down, you know, and maybe they'll, you know, like you said, maybe they will expect a little discount, but they don't expect it crazy steep discount. Um, like I think sometimes we get in our own heads and we think that, you know, we almost, you know, uh, make the panic worse than it is or, or create the panic, create yeah. the problem by um, just being, uh, you know, too emotional about it, really. I think this whole slowdown that I'm seeing, I mean, I'm no expert, but I feel like it's it's kind of like one time around around where I live, there was in the news something about or on social media, there was something about we were running out of gas and everyone ran to the gas station. And then we were really running out of gas. Everyone was running to the gas station to get gas they didn't need. And I feel like right now with the interest going up, uh, you know, prices, houses staying on the market way longer than they used to. You know, they, they used to put a house on for sale and it was sold by the afternoon with multiple offers over, you know, over asking price, whatever. Now they're seeing it just stale and uh, people are getting nervous. So they're not spending money and that's creating more and more slowdown and blah, you know, it's just like kind of like a vicious circle yeah. uh, until we actually know what 2023 is going to bring to us. So I think it's going to be maybe a couple of months of uncertainty and then hopefully everybody just starts picking back up because I mean, around Austin, we have, you know, recently they just finished building Tesla not too long ago. They built uh, F1 and they're right now in the process of building a huge samsung uh i think it's going to be just like a, a f factory or or, mm. or i don't know it's huge it's like 
three or four times the size of Tesla, which oh. is which is huge. Yeah. So, you know, if they still building means people are going to move here to, to go work there, they're going to need housing. You know, it's all going to keep moving. It's just, I think, a rough patch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get through. Well, that's good that, you, you know, that you have that all that um, commerce and, and everything going in there that will provide a lot of houses um, or not a lot of houses, but a lot of people which need houses. So a lot of work, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Um, it's good to keep an eye on stuff like that and kind of be able to predict trends, predict what's, what's happening in the market locally and in, in national nationwide. Um, that's very smart. You know, um, I think, you know, it's surprising that they're building. It's it's not surprising. I mean, that they're building such a big factory there in Texas. I heard a lot of factories are going to be moving yeah. back to America, back to the United States, um, and just because of uh, logistics, you know, shipping and and all mm -hmm. this stuff. And it makes it makes a lot of sense to me, you know, to make something closer to home. And it just Austin is growing in general. Like everybody, for some reason, wants to come to Austin. Like I said, it's Tesla, Samsung. Another big tech company is moving here from, you know, really near where Samsung's going to be. So um, outside of Austin, we still have a bunch of areas that are undeveloped and it's just growing and growing and growing, which is for one side of it, it's kind of bad because it's making everybody's taxes and living expenses higher. But at the same time, um, I've been able to raise my prices like crazy in the last four or five years, you know, because people are moving here from say California and they're used to paying California prices. Mm -hmm. So I go in there and I give them a high price that, that would be really high for me or anybody living around here. Mm -hmm. And they go like, okay, let's do it. When can you start? So I'm doing the same job. I was charging half or maybe 70% of a week before. And now I can take my time and deliver an even better uh, product and I'm still making more money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the fact that you, you know, you tied it in and that's really the point, right? We, we charge so that we can take our time, you know, deliver more value uh, for the client. What other ways besides just installing tile do you say you deliver uh, value to your client? I mean, I'm looking at your shirt, you know, you're well put together. You obviously, you know, wear company logos and everything. Uh, looking good there, brother. What other value do you offer? You know, I mean, do you offer anything that you would consider above and beyond? Yeah, um, I educate my clients a lot. So anytime I go into an estimate, once I've done my filtering over the phone, mm -hmm. first of all, I get a call, you're right. And, and this I learned from your group. Mm -hmm. So kudos to you and your group. That's awesome. I, I just have these questions like, you know, where'd you get my number? Because I don't advertise. So first of all, I want to know where you got my number. And if that person that gave you my number, uh, do I trust that person? Because it's been a couple of times that they got my number from somebody I don't like or somebody that I've just kind of ended in bad terms. And I'm just like, hey, I don't do work for anybody that's related to this person. I'm sorry. And, and does that. Right. Uh, but if it's like, hey, I, you know, I got it from my mom, my daughter, my neighbor, whatever then it's like okay well what can you tell me about your product about your project and they go on about you know it's a backsplash and of course every time it's like super easy super simple right, right. so i this can go two ways i can go out to your house and i can charge you a 200 dollars visit um or you can send me as much pictures as you have of tile selections the area and just in general what you want done and i can give you an estimate 
but just keep in mind that this estimate, once it, once I show up to your house, it may change because once I give you a quote, I have to you know actually investigate if uh, if I didn't miss anything from the pictures or if the material, for example, you showed me a picture of what the material looks like, but then at the end I show up and this material is only an eighth of an inch thick or or it's a really weird natural stone that needs a certain type of sealer or thin set or grout, you know? And uh, so I explain all that to them. And then if they decide that I need to, you know, come to their house and give them an estimate, once I show up, I start mentioning uh, process of, you know, how the waterproofing is going to work, how many days it's going to take, what's going to happen almost the first day, the second day, third day, what I need from them to do, what do I need them to clear and uh, you know, I, I start investigating where I can cut, you know, where I can get water from, electricity outside, um, how many steps I'm gonna have to take from unloading the tile from, you know, or if they're gonna have the tile delivered. Uh, just all these things that I, once I give them an estimate, a quote, then I know I'm covered in all areas, but at the same time, they feel confident because everything that's coming out of my mouth is just knowledge, 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 you know. Um, sometimes they ask about liners and I'm like, well, I don't use liners because this, this, and this, you know, I don't want the water from your shower to sip through the grout line and get that mud set wet every single time you shower. So I use the seal system where, you know, the waterproofing goes on top and then anything that goes through the grout line will end up in the drain. And then that way you don't have that foul smell. And, you know, usually they just start, they just look at me like, wow. Okay. I never even knew that. Right. So I think that that's a big thing. Um, because, I mean, of course, every time I get a call, it's like they already know I do go to work because of somebody else's word. But at the same time, I have to prove it to them, you know, and sure. perfect way of proving it. You know, it's, it's just like this is what I'm going to do and this is how it's going to go down. And I feel like they just feel more comfortable letting me in their houses. I like that a lot. I like that. I have I like it. I have to prove it to them. And you're you're absolutely right. You know, Um and that's how we do it, you know, just through education and, and, and conversation and just letting them know that we've already been there and we've, we've thought of it, you know, and there's not a lot of problems that come up that, you know, after 16 years in your, in your trade that, you, you know, you're unfamiliar with. Right. And you're asking all the right things and, and that's, you just win, win their confidence uh, with your confidence you know, and assure them that it's going to get done the correct way. That's, that's brilliant, man. And I know you're big on education. You, you know, you've been uh, on TikTok educating and, and now you're on YouTube and, and Facebook as well a lot. Um, tell me about your, your content that you're creating. It's, it's in Spanish. I know, I noticed you were English Spanish there for a while, but you kind of pretty much all Spanish now, correct? Yeah. Nice. It was, um, so I started when when COVID hit, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody was at home. I actually kept working. I didn't really sure. stay home that much. But my right. kids and you know TikTok was big. Everybody was doing their crazy dances and, and they're like, "Dad, look at this video! Look at this video!" So eventually, I gave in yeah. and I downloaded the app. And the, the very first video was probably a dance with my kids. You know, it's like, "Dad, let's do this dance!" Blah blah. blah. But then eventually some people started going on the platform doing um, videos about work, you know, like cars, uh, you know, carpentry, things like that. Actually, um, Skyro, what's his name? Um, Ken, Ken Balin. Ken. He was one of the first ones to post on one of the groups like, hey, guys, you guys should look into 
TikTok and no one, no one really listened to him. Everybody was like, I, I, TikTok's for kids. Right. And he was posting his videos there. So eventually I got there and one day I saw a guy doing, um, like I said, carpentry, I think. So I was like, hey, I'm here at the job site. I'm going to shoot some videos. Yeah. So I started posting videos about what I was doing uh, or the finished product or a certain tool that I was using. And eventually I started growing in followers. You know, um, I think pretty quickly I reached maybe 10,000. And then from there on, I just took it seriously. So I started putting more thought into the videos. You know, I wasn't just posting for posting. It was more like, well, what do I post now? You know, like, mm -hmm. do I need to find some time and, and, and actually record or whatever? So I reached maybe 50,000 followers and I was competing against some really big names on, on TikTok, which include, you know, uh, E-Tile, Tile Bro, and some others that are really good. And I talked to them. I actually got to meet them la last coverings. Mm -hmm. So they're really cool guys. And they're really good. And I mean, Tile Bro, he's a mastermind at doing video edits. You know, wow. not compete with this guy. I would have to take off work for right. you know four days out of the week to even come up with a, a video like that. Right. And um, I just looked over to the Spanish community because I already a bunch of uh, maybe second generation Spanish Spanish English community was already following me, but I knew some Spanish only people was, were following me because they would put on the comments like, "Hey, can you explain this in Spanish?" You know. Sure. So then sometimes I would. It, but it's just too much work doing videos in two languages, you know, like say posting one video and then taking that same video and doing a voiceover in a different language. It just, it just wears you down. So right, right. at the beginning of last year, 2022, um, the first, I think it was like January the second, I posted a video and I said, Hey, I'm taking this channel and I'm going to turn it into Spanish only. You know, if you want to keep following along, that's fine. If you don't, I understand because from now on, you, you're not going to listen any English here. I'm going to focus on my people and I'm going to try to make them, you know, learn what I've learned in so many years in, in the trade. Because I noticed that there was a bunch of Spanish people, Spanish speaking people posting videos already on TikTok, but they were either completely wrong or they were doing some really sketchy stuff. You know, they were mixing methods or or you know water in water out with sealed systems you know they were doing uh liner and then they were painting the shower pan up to the drain mm -hmm. and i would try to explain it to them like hey you're just creating a a, a mold sandwich and mm -hmm. oh, no, i've been doing this for years and no callbacks and it's like well no because those people are probably died of uh you know <laughs> and uh anywho i started doing the spanish content it really picked up a bunch of people actually really liked it and now i'm sitting at a hundred and almost eighty thousand followers on tiktok dang that's awesome yeah and that's great. Uh, last march i also opened a facebook account and i started kind of reposting my tiktok videos to facebook and i just got to 130,000, i think yesterday so really uh, it's it's been growing pretty rapidly i think i may even past the amount of followers on Facebook pretty soon than I have on TikTok. And we'll be sure to put links to TikTok, uh, Facebook, and where else? YouTube? YouTube. I have a small following on YouTube. Uh, mostly YouTube. It takes a long time for me to create a video for YouTube because, you know, I have to record a bunch of footage, then come to my computer, 
chop it up, sometimes even do voiceovers, add music, make sure that music's not copyrighted. Uh, you just, you know, thing after thing after, sometimes I start a video and I don't finish until like two, three months later because it's just so much work. Uh, but pretty much it's just long tutorials uh, about products. You know, I know I have there, I have a full shower from tub to shower to glass door in Spanish using all Latikree products, you know, oh, like nice. wow. and sealant, uh, multi-max, their membrane. I think the only non-Latikree product there was a flow effects drain. And um, so I made, man, that series is like 16 videos because I really wow. went depth of every step, you know, demo, uh, picking out the new tile, uh, putting up the board, sealing the seams, doing the mud set, installing the flow effects drain, you know, just little things like that. I'm in love with flow effects. You know, it's uh, I try to keep telling people, hey, this is why flow effects is the best drain in the game. And, and I just keep making videos about why they should be using it, you know, with the adapter and all that stuff. So. I try to make sure people are using it because I see so many people on social media in general that have the good, you know, they have the good general idea on how to build a shower. Mm -hmm. They just need that last little push. Like, hey, if you, if instead of using that three-piece clamping drain, you were using a flow effects drain and then painting your mud set on top, you would be golden. Right. But instead, you're stubborn and you don't want to listen to me. But you know, maybe one come around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll get there. Yeah, so that that's awesome, man. I love this idea of, you know, creating Spanish uh, content uh, across these platforms and that tutorial for the shower building. You know, I've looked. I actually had an idea. I want. I wanted to um, kind of create a tile money for Spanish. You know, of course, it can't be me because I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> But I kind of wanted to, you know, assist somebody or encourage somebody to do that. And it sounds like you're kind of doing that on on YouTube with the trade. And then I know, like, what kind of content are you making that that really hits on on Facebook and TikTok? Is it is it trade? Is it specific to installing, or is it more mindset and this kind of stuff? Or what would you say? Just everyday kind of stuff, or what what's popular over there? You know, I try to cover all areas, and then you never know what's gonna hit. With those two, honestly, especially with TikTok, I can spend two, three hours editing a video that I think is going to be the next greatest hit. Yeah. It'll get 100 views. Uh, but then for myself, I have a video with over 20 million views. Oh. It's just me installing a, a, a cut piece of tile around a door jam. But the, the cut was kind of intricate. And even putting it in, I had to go on an angle and then slightly turn. But I mean, we're talking about eight, nine second video and it just went crazy, crazy. Like, you know, my phone was just notification. I had to turn off the notifications for a few days. Um, so you never know what's going to hit. So I try to cover installation tips, um, shower systems, you know, the differences, uh, installation process, uh, waterproofing. Sometimes I talk about business side of, you know, you need to be a seller. You know, even if you're the, the greatest tile installer in the world, if you don't know how to sell a job, you're going to be completely broke if you, you know, if you go on your own, um, you need to wear all these hats. And, you know, so I, I actually try to cover everything and, and, you know, something hits, something doesn't hit, whatever. But I know at least the people that are always watching my channel, you know, because you throughout the, the, the time that you're posting, you notice that it's always the same people that comment, the same people that like it, the same people that just kind of keep pushing. You know, as long as somebody gets help from one video, because I post videos maybe once, twice a day, mm 
Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if, if for each video I post, if there's you know one or two people getting help, um, it's gonna be awesome. You know, it's uh, yeah, it, yeah. it'll make a change. And uh, I I do get a bunch of messages. You know, they a bunch of people just will direct message me on Facebook. Hey, I love your work. I wish I you know I could install like you. Once you know, I'm barely starting out, and they ask me questions, and I try to you know help them out. The most common question is how much do I charge? And you know that <laughs> from the forum, you know, from the Tile Money forum. Right. And I j- I just flat out tell them like I I can't help you with that. You know, I I have no idea how much you you should charge. Is here in Austin, I know I can charge say ten thousand dollars for a job, and I know a guy that could probably charge three thousand. And we live in the same city. So imagine you from New York asking me for pricing advice. It's just not going to work out. So with that, I can't help. But everything else I I can, you know, I can try to pitch in and say, hey, well, I did this when I was starting out. I did that when I was starting out. You know, I use these products. I use this. And I always try to be reachable. You know, I don't really consider myself a, a, a diva or like, oh, don't talk to me. I'm Mr. Big Guy. You know, it's just like if you message me and you have an honest, simple question, I will try to answer it the best I can. Of course, if you're messaging me, there was this one guy one time I kind of let him in and then he was calling me like every day and I had to put a stop to that. I was like, dude, right. right. Oh, I'm, I'm busy. You know, like I work. <laughs> I actually yeah, yeah. outside and work. So Oh no, I'm sorry, man. It's just I admire you so much. And it's like, well, I understand, but it's like, you know, you can't be calling me at any given time. So that got a little crazy, but most of the other people they just message me every now and then. It's pretty cool to know that the message is getting across. Yeah, no, that is that is exciting, man. That's that's very uh commendable, you know, to to, you know, like you said, you want to help your people, you know, you want to help them grow and understand different systems, understand how to improve their business. And even though you can't, you know, I, I appreciate your take on it. Like I can't, um, you know, help you dial in your numbers. You know, that's not what I'm about. I'm all about. But I think you said something that was really important. You said, hey, I, I might charge 10,000 and somebody else in my same town charges three. So I, I think just telling people that is really important. And I like the way you kind of said that because you could follow up and say, you got to decide where you fit in that market. Like, are you on the low end? Mm-hmm. If it's your first year and you've only got three years in business or in tile experience and it's your first year in business, you might have to find yourself more on the lower end. But are you really good and you know you're really good? then you could probably find yourself on the higher end. And if you can't charge, then why, you know, start asking yourself, what am I doing differently? And that's really all you got to say a lot of times to open people's mind up to the possibility that it doesn't matter what OBF says. It doesn't matter what Johnny says. It doesn't, it matters what I'm doing and what I want to charge. And the if I can find the clientele to pay me. Yeah. You know, and that's all that matters. It, do you have Do you have a, a desire to be one of the top, you know, paid tilers in your area? Do you have the gumption? Do you have the the um, the ability to go after it? You know, that's what it is. I mean, you got to look the part, like you do. You gotta you gotta talk the part, and then you gotta deliver, and you over deliver. You know, you gotta actually be good at what you do. Yep. Um, and I think a lot of that is lost. And it's, it's frustrating. And that's, that's really what 
tile money was born from was frustration um, at competitively priced, you know, subcontractor mentalities because yeah. it seems it, it, it's it seems like everybody just wants to devalue our trade, including tilers. You know, a lot of tilers want to devalue the trade. Well, we're the subs, you know, or what do you expect? You can't charge that much. <laughs> you know, it's like that I, type of stuff is frustrating. So I think just saying, just telling people what you told them, hey, I charge 10, this guy charges three. You're going to have to decide where you fit in. I think that's yeah. very valuable. And I mean, they could decide, okay, well, if Oscar is charging 10, I'm going to charge 10. But like you said, are you going to deliver a 10K job? You know, do you have the what it takes to deliver that much? You know, I, I'm not I'm not saying I'm the best installer in town, but I will do my very best and provide the very best products to to just make it worth their while. You know, I'm not gonna go in, charge 10k for an X amount, you know, this is fictionary job, and then just go in, put in green board and, and just use the cheapest uh products around to keep the most money in my pocket. You know, it's, it's, it's just kind of, um, the thing that has helped me most from your group is coming up with a, a daily base price on, on what I should charge for myself. Because most of the time I see myself doing, for example, floors and then the next day backsplash. And then if you, if you do it by this square foot, you're like, well, yesterday I was making 300, but today I made 1200. What the heck? Why shouldn't I make 1200 every day? You know, so I think I'm, I even made a video in Spanish on my YouTube about, you know, how to charge. That was like the the the, the title. But then really the video is about a formula on how to come up with your your own price per day. You know, like, hey, you include your gas, include your insurance and all this stuff, how much you want to make per day and how much you want profit for your company. And this is going to be as much as you want to charge per day now. Are, you know the, the 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 number at the end of the day is going to be decided by you but it needs to be a number that's honest to you and your client you know you can't just make that number three grand a day if you're not going to deliver three grand a day worth of work you know so i think uh it's helped me uh do my estimates so nowadays i just get a job and i try to calculate how many how many days it's going to take me if i see any complexity i may add an extra day as a cushion and then just charge that many uh, X amount of days plus the materials. And that's yeah. been working out great. You know, I'm I'm able to do a good job. If I have to run an extra day, it's okay. And I just take my time and I do the very best that we can. And at the same time, that's creating me content. So needless to say, I need to work a little slower sometimes because I am trying to catch that you know, that shot or that video for, you know, that I'm going to be posting on my social media, which is kind of my side hustle, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Now you, you bring up a good point about, you know, the day rate and estimating. And is there a rule of thumb? Like, I mean, you said if, if you see some complexity, you might add a day, you know, my rule of thumb was always like, I would basically add a day for every five. So if I thought it was a mm. week, I thought if it was five day job, I would say six. If I, if I thought it was a 10 day job, I would say 12 if I, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, but it's still difficult. Even, even after all the years of being in tile, it was still difficult to always accurately, you know, how do you, yeah. how do you do? Are you pretty accurate with estimating your time? 
Um, ever since I started doing the daily rate, I've been lucky to have projects that are not too huge because I feel like sure. the bigger the projects, the more complex it gets with the daily yeah. thing because yeah. you can really go over and then just shoot yourself in the foot and not get the job. Or you can really, you know, really, really shy of the number struggle towards the end. So for me, it's been, you know, a, a tough conversion. And, uh, you know, those are so common that I know, okay, well, the first day I'm going to do this, second day, blah, blah, blah. So I'm pretty accurate with that. Backsplash is the same thing, depending on, you know, I don't give them a prize un until I see the uh, the actual tile and what it looks like and the pattern and all that. So n not yet, but I think if I had a huge job, you know, like a whole house, you know, with four or five showers and flooring and backsplashes everywhere, I think at that point, I'm not sure how I'm going to, you know, I'm going to really have to spend some time uh, breaking down the whole process. Mm -hmm. and, and I haven't thought about what you just said, but yeah, you know, if I think it's every five days, maybe just add one day. Um, that's, that's kind of a, a good rule of thumb because yeah, it can get frustrating. The bigger the job, it can really get frustrating thinking about like, okay, well, is this the right amount of days or am I, you know, is it going to take me more? Um, and then usually what I do sometimes is I do, the estimate by the amount of days and I compare it to what I would have charged before with my square footage price. And then I kind of adjust, you know, if my square footage price is higher then I'm like, well, why should I charge less? So I just bump it up a little, but then if, if I'm way, way over my square footage price, then I try to go over it again and be like, Oh, what, what am I missing? What, what am I looking over? And, uh, so I always try to be really conscious about the pricing uh, but yeah so far it's been good but I, I definitely think the bigger the job the harder it's gonna get to uh, do daily rates but uh, like I said I'm inclining more towards bathrooms and backsplashes uh, for the rest of my career I don't I'm not really interested on huge jobs or mm -hmm. you know a house with 20 bathrooms uh, unless they can give me one bathroom at a time that, that'd be good yeah. but <laughs> Uh, I, I'm I'm really good, and like I said, uh, it's just me and my dad. So really, one bathroom keeps me busy for the whole week. So yeah. it work really. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Well, that's a good system, and you know, uh, you find something you're comfortable with, and you double down on it, and you get really good. And that's what it sounds like you've done. You know, you've you've said, hey, I want to stay small, and I wanna I want to increase my value. I want to increase my prices. I want to get more specific. I want to get better. Um, that's great. I mean, that's a great little business model. And uh, what a what a great thing. I'm just, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of us are, are wishing that we could be working with our dads. You know, that's really cool. I cherish that every day, man. I, I mean, we I hear from a bunch of people that they can't work with relatives. But me and my dad is it's like the best thing. You know, um, he's we're just we just compliment each other. We we don't really. Uh, have any issues with each other we we try to just help each other and like i said you know at the end of the day if there's a bunch of cleanup and, and he he's usually in charge of cleanup but i won't just leave and okay well it's up to you you know it's just like well let's clean up together and go home you know because i usually ride different car than he does because if during you know middle of the day i get a phone call and i need to go pick up something or right or estimate i take off and he can stay and do something you know and he actually knows how to do a bunch of stuff from the installation side. He's just not as quick as me. So, mm -hmm. but I can leave him at the job site and he can keep going. Keep um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome that I get to work with him every day because uh, otherwise, you know, I wouldn't, 
see him like everybody else. You know, I would only see him probably on the weekend or every other weekend or something. So in my case, I see him every single day. And uh, sometimes we stop for breakfast in the morning, you know, at, get some uh, pancakes or we go to a, to a nice wing place at lunchtime. You know, we, we treat ourselves because uh, uh, I don't believe in just starving yourself all day long until you go home. And, you know, just, you know, I, I feel, and I also try to trans, uh, transfer that in my videos on social media that working in construction shouldn't be that old stereotype that we're always mad and we're always just uh, miserable. You know, we can have fun and, and it can be a, a good thing. You know, you can come out of high school, learn a trade, and go work and make some good money and be happy. You know, you don't have to be that old construction guy on the memes that is all grumpy and, and you know, just hating his life. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it should be that way. I love it, man. I love it, Oscar. And, you know, it, it goes along with the, the reasons I encourage people to charge more and profit and make sure they're profiting, not just to charge, 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 but really what you just said is so important. People need to enjoy their time at work, especially in a physically demanding job like tile installation. I mean, any of the trades, really. If if you if you end up burning yourself out, you're gonna you're gonna end up in your 30s in pain. You know, you're going to end up with uh, back issues, knee issues, all kinds of issues, um, and you're going to learn to hate the work. But if you can retain your joy maybe move at a little bit slower, but sustainable pace. I mean, yep. sus sustainability is what I talk about a lot. And I mean, you know, sustain your body, sustain your business. Your clients want you to be sustainable because if they ever have issues, they want to take comfort knowing that you're still in the same town, still doing the same thing, still got to smile on your face. Yeah. And I think that is going to be what attracts a lot of the young people to the industry to see more and more people like you, Oscar, putting a smile on and putting your best face forward and saying, Hey, it's fun. You know, I am having fun at work. I'm, I'm earning a good living and, and I, I, I enjoy my clients and they enjoy me. You know, how, what do you see as far as the youth? Are you talking to a lot of young Spanish people or mostly uh, like people in their thirties or forties or what, you know, I think mostly people in their twenties and thirties for sure online. Sure. But I actually just got a recent, uh, I got a call from some um, local guy here. He's he's 20. He, so he he barely just turned 20. He He's a plumber from, you know, he said after graduating, he he went into plumbing, but then just really got interested in tile. And he called me. He's like, hey, I, I, I was watching your YouTube videos and I noticed you're local. And I just wanted to reach out and, and, and say that uh, I admire your work, blah, blah, blah. So I immediately offered, hey, you know, if you ever need help, just give me a call. I, I don't think I know it all, but I, you know, if I don't have the answer, I'll get you to that person that has that answer. And definitely don't be afraid of asking because I know when I started, I wish I would have had a mentor. Um, I wish I would have had somebody that I could have called, but instead I had to, you know, rely on John Bridge Forum, which was great. Mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't know any of those people, you know, luckily enough, they were kind, kind enough to, to sure. share information. If, if it wasn't for John Bridge, I don't think I would be a Tyler right now, you know, because mm -hmm. that's kind of what carried me uh, through my, you know, I went on out on my own. I still didn't know a bunch of things and a bunch of methods. And that's kind of how I, I got started and, and just got carried through. Uh, but it would have been nice that I had a mentor and somebody I, I could have just pick up the phone and, and ask questions to. But unfortunately, I didn't. And, uh, you know, it, it's OK because we all learn in, in different ways. 
but I want to be that person to, to somebody, you know, or, or many people nowadays that I have this audience, you know, and, and I'm able to uh, post a video and have hundreds of thousands of people see my videos, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. And I try to carry myself professionally, even on my videos, you know, I do joke around every now and then because I do want people to see that it's fun to work, yeah. but I don't, I don't carry myself uh, disrespectful or doing pranks on people or, you know, just kind of keep myself in line with what I'm doing. And then, hey, at the same time, you can have fun and you can be at the job site and record a dancing TikTok video. And, yeah. and it's funny, you know, but um, I want people that are younger to, to see me, you know, that I don't look that old. I mean, some people tell me that I don't look my age. Some people tell me I look older, whatever, but <laughs> somebody who's not, too old that is still, you know, in the trades and ha is having fun. And, and maybe they say, Hey, maybe I can do this because I don't want to go to college. And, you know, cause not everyone is meant to go to college yeah. and maybe it'll save them some money uh, in the long run and, and they can start a career doing something. And I'm not even saying they have to do be a tile guy. I tell my son, I mean, I have a 16 year old, he's about to be 17. And I tell him every day, it's like, you don't have to be a tile guy, you know, let this be your last resource. You know, you can go into, you know, you can go to college or you can look into AC, plumbing, electrician uh, or automotive, whatever. If none of that works out, I'm going to be here doing tile, tile work. But at the same time, just know that my expectations are way up here. You know, I'm if I bring you in, you're going to be, you know, you're going to have to be this good. And he knows that, you know, he, he follows me on, on social media. He helps me shoot some of the videos every now and then. So it's uh, he, he kind of gets to see it first person. And uh, I don't know what he's going to do, but, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't really care for people picking tile like, oh, you know, this tiler came into the business because of my videos. I just want them to look into construction as in general as, as an option, you know, because most people that don't go to college. They're just like, well, I guess I have to go to work at McDonald's, you know, and that's not, that's not the case. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I love your positivity and, and the message you have and the professionalism you bring and the personality you bring combined, man, you're, you're doing great. I just want to encourage you to keep it up, Oscar. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged, man. I I'm motivated after this conversation. I know a lot of people probably are motivated and benefited a lot. You gave a lot of insight. I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on the podcast and share your knowledge. And I want to encourage you just to keep making content, keep making the Spanish videos. And if I can help you in any way, you know, let me know, um, how I can help you. And maybe we can do, you know, something together at some point, you know, I, 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 I do think it would be valuable to develop a Spanish business podcast for, you know, for people yeah. um, to learn from. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of it's it's been on my mind for over a, a year or more. And I just it's one of those things in the back of my mind, you know. Yeah. One, one of those plans that we always have and, you know, right. <laughs> off the, the ground. But yeah, man, um, thank you for inviting me. Um, honestly, I've, I've been a. a, a a fan of your page since you started it, you know, and uh, I've learned a bunch of things. Uh, thanks to the page, uh, I've, you know, I've been able to open my mind about pricing and and just raising prices and value myself. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I never really thought about being on the actual podcast, and now I am. So I'm actually really happy that that I'm here, and uh, I can't wait for for future collaborations, man. I think uh, there's a, a bunch of room for things. 
Absolutely. Please stay in touch, man. And we'll be rooting for you. Hopefully we'll see you at coverings. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll be there. Nice. All right, Oscar, have a great day. All right. You too, man. All right, brother. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I enjoyed having it with Oscar. Hey, listen, if you enjoyed this podcast, we could really use some uh, honest reviews over on iTunes or even our Facebook page and even Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast. And if you would rather watch it, we are on YouTube. Go subscribe to us over there. We're putting out uh, weekly content, weekly interviews, just like the one you heard today. And we're also putting out some shorter content throughout the week. Um, and our main goal again is to strengthen your bottom line, strengthen your business. So tile friends, remember, uh, stay positive and above all else, please, please, please stay profitable out there. Tile friends All right, over and out. We'll talk to you next week.